Hello, George. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. It's really good to be here. Yes, it's great to have you on the podcast. So welcome to the Rare Birds podcast. Thank you, thank you. I'm, I'm, very, I'm very happy to be here. Yes, I'm really excited to have you on as the first guest in this series of, of many. So, um, George, before we jump into the conversation, please tell our audience a little bit about you. Who is George? Where are you from? And how did you end up here in China? And what are you doing here now? All right, all right. So, hi. Um, it's very good to have have myself here, and I'm very happy to be here. So, basically, uh, my name is George Solomon, and I'm from Tanzania uh, in, a, in a city called Dar es Salaam. It's, it's in the Eastern Africa. So, I came to China on 2016, and then I I came to China as to to persuade my career in education. And then afterwards, after I finished my education, I had to uh, start a business, uh, a technology company business, which right now has its first product called Hams International Application, which we are basically right now focused in Wenzhou, China, is in Zhejiang province. And we are focused, mostly our customers, uh, foreigners who are living in China. And for now, it's just, uh, for now, it's just only in Wenzhou, but later in the future, we will uh, expand ourselves to different cities. Okay. And what exactly does your company do? What's the service that it offers? All right. So, so our company uh, right now, it's basically our company is an IT company. And its first product, its first product is called Hamster International Application. So basically, this Hamster International Application, it's, it has four functions. But right now, we only have one function on it, which the other three functions are, are going to be developed in the future. So the, the, the first function which we have right now, which is running, is the delivery function, like the food delivery function, like uh, how these big, uh, big companies in China, like Meituango, Olama, uh, so now we have like an English version of, of those, of those companies, of, of those two services in our application. Mm, yep. Interesting. And you and you started this company when? So yeah, so we registered this company last year on November, but we began our operation this year on around February. Begin our operation this year on February. Okay, exciting. So um, in the show notes, I'm going to uh, include your website and all of those details so people can find out more about Ham's Information Technology Company in yeah, Wenzhou. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. So today, George, you're going to share with us a little bit about or your thoughts on women leaders, women leadership generally, and, and women entrepreneurs. So I'm going to let you start off on the conversation. Yeah, so this call, I mean, this topic is a very wide topic and it's a very uh, interesting topic to talk about. Uh, before I go on uh, uh, in this topic, I would just want to say that because we're discussing about women leadership in entrepreneur in entrepreneurship, I uh, our company is actually a league, it's it's actually based in Wenzhou. but because for us as foreigners, it's very difficult. To, it's very difficult to open 
to open a company here in China because it's going to be like a, it's going to be like a foreign investment company if a foreigner opens a company. So it's going to be very, very hard and difficult uh, for foreigners to open a company in China. So, so what we did is our legal representative person is actually, and our CFO is actually uh, a Chinese who is a lady, who's a woman. So she, she's actually the, uh, the one who actually controls the main um, operation of the company and the main uh, status of the company on how to handle things of the company and how to deal with the government situation and also controlling money. So she's like the motherboard of the company, which is very fascinating to see that uh, women, women especially, uh, basically I'm talking about Chinese women, they stand out there in the, in the crowd to uh, they are not as as fast. I mean, I mean they they are on the top level comparing to to what we actually we do. So this is a very uh, big change in terms of in terms of entrepreneurship in women because this shows that women are also able to do things. So that women are also able and capable to do stuff which a man himself also could, could not do at the same time. Because these things, personally, as a man uh, myself, I could not be able to do it by myself. But uh, the legal representative, but the CFO which we have right now, she's able to do it all by herself, and she's able to do it even way, way better than what we imagined before. So what I'm mm -hmm. saying is, yeah, what I'm saying is, women, if they're given the ability, no, they have the ability, but if they're given the chance to showcase what the, what actually do, they can do, they can do it much way better than what actually people they would think they would think this person would do. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Um, what you said about Chinese women, I just wanted to add that China actually has the most female entrepreneurs in the world. Some would say, well, of course they do because of the population, but I mean, just generally they do. But also the women here seem to, from what I've seen from research and women I've talked to, they don't seem to have the issue of being female the way you have that issue, say, in other parts of the world where being female is a hindrance. They say that they're, it, they, don't they don't feel like they have, that like they're at a disadvantage in that way. Again, I don't know. Maybe someone else who has more information will inform me, but this is just based on conversations I've had with people and research that I've done. So that's actually quite interesting as well. Yeah, and the other interesting thing is that uh, recently, you know, the development of China, and it has really changed a lot. When, when China is developing, uh, because, I, because I always have a conversation with, with my CFO, I always ask them, uh, how was China before? How was China in terms of uh, entrepreneurship for women, giving chances for ladies to actually showcase the ability in the community. She, uh, she, she talked to me about uh, there was no chance. Before, it was just like uh, women, they were only responsible for giving birth of the baby and also responsible for only uh, home, home things, like home stuff, like caring for the baby, caring for the family, and 
what do they actually do is caring for the husband and just waiting for the husband to come uh, to come give uh, help or something like this. But but right now, since the development of, of the new generation of China, women have the they are independent in terms of they are able and they're capable to do things which independently, not depending, uh, depending, depending uh, to anyone, but by depending by themselves and also to have the ability to do things which which is actually very, very unique and very, very uh, unique. Even a man could not actually do it perfectly than, uh, than a woman or something. And also women usually tend to uh, tend to do things very carefully and uh, carefully because they want to make sure these things are supposed to go exactly uh, exactly how it is because women they have the tend of doing things very carefully more than uh, men this this is according to the research and also according to how uh, my conversation with different kind of uh, entrepreneurship in women and different kind of leaders in women who I meet in the normal uh, society. I usually talk to them and usually ask them their, um, what do they think about this situation about women entrepreneurs and what do they think about uh, leadership in women in terms of in, in the society. And also you can see, you can have a look nowadays in the world, also there is even uh, women, uh, I mean women, they tend to think more in the, carefully in the nature, in terms of nature. And also, you can see nowadays in the world that women they they are more more big CEOs and big entrepreneurs as managers in banks or big companies are all women. We can have a look at she tend to do things more carefully and she tend to think uh, think big think think in the future more than uh, than a normal uh, male CEO. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so George, there may be some people listening into this thinking to themselves, so why is he so adamant about the fact that women are leaders and women are good at being entrepreneurs and so on and so forth? So they're, they're, they're just curious. So where does this come from? Why do you have this view that you have? All right, so I have this view because I have experienced this view. I have experienced this, uh, this facts and I have seen all these facts and experience because, as I said before, our CFO and our legal representative in our company is actually a woman. So she's actually the one, like, she's actually my boss. So whenever she tells me stuff, I listen and I see that I, I can see things which actually, which, which she tells me. And there's some situation where I have, uh, don't have any idea to do stuff. She has something, she has something that is really, really, Good, good thing to solve this problem or something like this. So, so I see that she thinks, uh, she thinks more deeply and more carefully, and also she thinks big in terms of having wider vision, and she thinks also in terms of having a bigger area of of solving problems more more than uh, than how more than how I think. Also, at the same time, I have uh, different couple of people who are. I could say they are very good role models, which I I, I I usually admire them so much. I have uh, my sister, 
I have my mom there because I have grown in a family whereby I am the only boy in the family. Uh, and mm. the people who took care of me, they were like uh, my mom and my sister because my dad uh, was not there yet because he uh, he passed away very, very uh, when I was very young. So the people who took care of me, they're only my sister and my mom, which I see them very powerful because the way they handle things and the way they uh, depart things in terms of depart life and depart working is really, really uh affecting uh, it has a very good uh impact in terms of life so i i i just i just have this experience and also when i look on the internet or something like this i see uh different stories of different managers of or ceos of different companies such as yahoo huawei actually huawei uh cfo is is a woman is a lady which is uh, very interesting. You can see that Yahoo, even though how much, uh, you can see how big the company is, but they still have a woman to be in charge and a woman to, to have power in, in doing entrepreneurship. So it's just, if a woman is given a chance, uh, is given a chance to showcase what they have, they could do it really, really perfect and really, really with a good quality, uh, more, than, more than what actually men expect a woman could do. Mm. Okay, I want to shift the conversation just a little bit. So yeah. I read an article in Forbes, uh, I believe it was yesterday, maybe yesterday or day before, and it was titled, three, it says three ways we hold back female entrepreneurs, right? So yeah. it, the three ways. Here was the first way. It said that um, when it comes to networking, that women who are building businesses in fields that tend to be associated with women or seen as quote unquote feminine tend to have an easier time than women who are building businesses in fields that are considered traditionally male. So let's say you're you're going into the tech world, artificial artificial intelligence and big data and you know anything tech. Apparently, it's harder or anything that's um, science based or anything that's seen as historically or traditionally male. They seem to have a harder time networking, getting themselves in front of the right people, and so on and so forth. And that's because apparently, men and women seem to place a higher premium on men than women when it comes to those types of um in, in those industries but if say she's in makeup or fashion or something like that it's much easier so that's the first thing that they said right the second thing that they said was um ethical standards they say that um despite all of the talk about female entre entrepreneurs and so on and so forth about how women don't don't like to take risk and this that and the other it says that women do actually take risk but we tell them so much that they don't like to take risk that it almost becomes like this self-fulfilling prophecy so it's it's also like a a bias that's been created so um and then let's say the company fails people are less likely to back the company if it was founded by a woman 
Whereas if the company was founded by a man, and we know men fail at business all the time, they have a much yeah. easier easier time getting funding. <clears throat> and then and then the final part, the final part was that um, you need to work really hard if you're going to to build a business. And apparently, societal attitudes towards you know women having um, trying to build a business and having children and so on and so forth is still quite um we've we've stagnated a bit it's stagnant so people still haven't accepted the fact that a woman can build a business and she can have a child and she can do all of those things and be successful so what do you think about that any views yep yeah i think i think actually i have uh gone through different kind of uh different kind of these kind of stories and i'll because i'll, I'll say these kind of stories because I think these are all kind of stereotypes. And mm. do you know the main reason is that these these are just uh, these are the impression left by the long process of human civilization development. So mm. what I mean by this is just because human uh, in some cases uh, we could say uh, human beings depends on their civilization. By by civilization means on their on their development in terms of uh, capability de- development in brain in brain on how exactly these people how civilized these people are uh, because these people they just had this stereotype from from their background which they came from or where they were uh, raised or something like this that's why they take these stereotypes that are ah, women maybe they're not women are not perfect in doing this kind of tech tech business but mm-hmm. uh, but i believe that the development of society would actually make uh, make more and more people change their ideas so the the development of society would really make people change uh, their ideas and change their way of thinking in terms of stereotypes because if the society is developed in terms of of civilized people are civilized people are minding their own uh business or minding their own entrepreneurship or something like this they will not think about uh because this is a woman so this woman could not uh be able to do in this industry but but because people nowadays are not civilized and people are still in the stage of developing and we know that are not not all parts of the world is 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 still developed in some parts of the world they still have those kind of cultural uh, uh cultural stuff and they still have those religion things that are uh, a woman is just supposed to take care of a family or a woman is just supposed to only give birth and just only to follow his man or his husband uh, to provide his family with good caring but 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 if the ca- but if the world is developed or if the, the country is civilized and, and has development, then all these stereotypes that will go away. And, and if more and more women achieve, if more women have the achievement, uh, that means the women can also change the world and the pattern will change slowly. So this also de- uh, depends on, on, on the women themselves also to, to stand up, to be strong, to stand up, to in the in the community in the society uh to achieve something to, like to achieve a certain a certain industry maybe a woman maybe let's say you gonna achieve it in in technology if you stand up as a as an example then 
uh, the society will just see, ah, this is a woman, she was able to do this, she's a good example to follow. So that that way you have two or three people who 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 their mind will be civilized and their mind will change just because of your achievement and just because you are you are a good example to be uh to showcase and also and also we should not uh, really like evaluate the results of one thing from the perspective of gender uh, uh what i mean by this is just uh if one gender thinks uh this gender is not is not maybe is 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 a lower level of gender then we should not really evaluate to uh just because just because of that person from this gender said ah i am not perfect in doing technology it's just it's just if if a woman or if that certain gender is able and it and the and the gender it has the ability to do this business then then exactly the gender can i can be able to do this is a business and, and have a great achievement in this industry. Right. Now, George, you said you said a few things and I want to um, to to follow up on them. So firstly, you talked about culture and you talked about religion and you yep. mentioned that there's still certain parts of the world where culture and sometimes culture affects religion and yep. and 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 the other way around as well. And just traditions and, and whatnot where people still believe that a woman's role is to, you know, should be traditional. You stay at home, you take care of the children, you support the family, etc. How do you change that kind of culture? Because I think culture is always changing. Once people are changing, the culture is changing, right? So how, how do you change people? And how right. do you change so, these views in, in parts of the world where traditions are rooted and they run deep and sometimes people just don't want to accept change particularly men and sometimes women too a lot of the times women too yeah actually we we don't actually change uh we don't actually we don't actually change people but people actually change themselves so so mm -hmm. people should evaluate people should evaluate an entrepreneur more in terms of leadership and innovation ability and action ability, which means that in terms of gender, uh, women should also know know what they want in their life. So what I mean is that women, a woman should also have a straight vision. By a straight vision, I mean by uh, you cannot a woman could cannot just change someone's uh, someone's view of 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 this gender just by talking. A woman should also show show uh, the community that I have a straight vision. I know what I'm doing and I know what I want. So a woman should also be should also stand out in the community to her as an example where uh, the direction where she goes. So what I mean is we really cannot actually even even till right now it's very difficult to change someone someone's else behavior with someone's else life but actually what you, and actually how you can change is by you being an example of this person so if if i if i see a person like jack ma he motivates me how how his lifestyle he is or how is uh, how he's doing business i feel like i want me i also want to be like jack ma so how i'm gonna mm. be like jack i'm gonna change myself how I'm gonna change myself 
I'm also going to follow the path. I'm also going to have my own straight vision. Like, you know what? Because I, I want this, so I'm going to follow this. I'm going to follow my vision, my path, I'm, until I work, and until I get what I want. So this is what actually how a woman uh, should also showcase herself in the community by not changing the community, but by changing herself, not to follow what those culture things are saying, but, but, but to follow what actually she wants herself in the in uh to show to show herself in the society and also how and also how she wants people to see her uh in the society she needs to be an exa- she needs to be a good example so people could uh, could have so people could also be changed by high by high example and also if more and more women become independent and realize uh their values uh, they will change uh, people's mind. So people should also evaluate an entrepreneur form uh, from many aspects rather than just uh, the gender impression. So, so this is what actually I think by, by all this uh, question which you just asked me right now. Great. That was that was interesting. And then it sounds like you're advocating for women to be strong. You said, you know, women need to be strong. They need to essentially stand i don't want to put words in your mouth but correct me if i'm wrong you're implying that women should be strong they should stand up for themselves they need to exert their independence they need to show they need to value themselves know their worth and go out into the world and and claim their ambition and do what they have to do is that what you're saying that's what i'm saying because why why i'm saying like this because i'm saying like this because i as i said before i have uh, actually, my uh, I would say my manager or my boss I would say she's a woman and she's a very very strong and straight woman. She knows mm. what she wants and she's a she's very straightforward. If she if she says no, it's a no, no turnbacks, no any say I know to begin. If it's a no, it's a straight no. If you say we are going in this direction, we all go in the same direction, and this direction has, and this direction for her and for the entire company, this direction is the right direction and is the perfect direction for for our company. So she she sees the vision of certain of certain things more than 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 what more than what I see. So so mm-hmm. that's why so that's why I think that if a woman, if all women really they just be independent and just be strong and they could know their worth because women actually women they're very talented in terms of doing business i've been doing business uh with women more than men and i have seen a lot of talent from them i have learned a lot of things from uh, from women and i just feel like i am i am i, I just feel every, every I just feel every day I'm learning things. I'm learning new things from the people who are work with who are actually women. Mm, great. So I want to share something with you, and I, I and I don't know if you're aware of this, but I'd like you to tell me how you think it's best for, or any suggestions you think women how women can navigate this. I agree. You know, if if you're a strong woman, go after what you want, claim your ambition, do it all. If that's who you are and that's who you want to be, fine, right? But here's the thing. Sometimes when women do that, they're ostracized for it. You know, I think that there are a lot of people who say women should be ambitious and they should be strong and they should go for it. But then when she does all of that, then she's hated for it. You know, if a woman is too ambitious, 
she might have a hard time finding a husband. If a woman is is very direct and knows what she wants, oh, she's a bitch, you know? <laughs> if she's very clear on, on who she is and where she's going in her life, oh, she's difficult, you know? She, she, she's, she's got her hang-ups. And I mean, a lot of women can relate to this because it happens. Whereas, and I don't want to say if men do the same thing, it won't happen to them because men have their own issues too. So how do you suggest women deal with these things. I mean, it's easy to say, go out there and be ambitious and be strong, but there's always repercussions and you have to live in, you have to live in the society, whichever society that you're in. So let's say you're a woman and you're living in a society that's very patriarchal, where you have to be very delicate with men because the men don't necessarily respond well to that. Or let's say you work in an environment with all men, or in our, in our case, you're building a business, right? But it's in a very male in a very male industry and you have to deal with a lot of men and the men don't respond well to your strength and your decisiveness, then what do you do? Yeah, so so basically it's just first thing I just have to say, the main thing and the main concept is that a woman should be clear what she actually wants. She should mm. really be very clear on exactly what she wants. And also she, a woman should also be good at say, psychologically in herself. So by psychological, I mean she should understand uh, in her head what what actually she wants, what, what, and and what actually she thinks. So she should be psychologically uh, to herself, and also adjusting psychological in herself. In terms of that, I mean by, for example, uh, maybe your parents or maybe your the people, the community surrounds you are pushing you up. You are you are now thirty four years old. You need to get married. You are not. You don't have kids. You don't have. You don't have anything. You're just thinking about working, work, work, work. But actually, it 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 really does not really matter for uh for women. This is not okay because this is not actually like uh like medicine. This is not like medicine. It's supposed to drink like three times a day, and if you don't drink, maybe you might die or something like this. So we should. We should not make this as a syllabus. We should not make this as a, a curriculum, as an education curriculum. Like, uh, you should follow this path, and then you're going to graduate. Or we should follow this path, and then you're going to have a degree. So a woman should not make her life as a, should not make her life as a syllabus. A woman should not make her life as a curriculum, in, in, uh, as a medicine, as a medicine pills. A woman should make her life as an independent person. By independent person is... A woman should have a clear thoughts on exactly uh, what she actually wants, and what and whatever what people say, she could not she could not be uh, she could not be psychologically affected in her head by people's words because people's words will always be people's words. There, a woman should have uh, a woman should have the idea on what exactly she wants, and as we know that a woman, as we know that everyone has the right. To decide what kind of life uh, they want, regardless regardless of gender or something like this. So, I mean by this is just I mean that no matter what people say, you have the right to choose your life. No one makes your life. No matter what gender you're in, no matter no matter what situation you are facing right now, but but you as an independent person, because you will also die alone. You will not die with anyone. So. No one would tell you what to actually do until you can you can either follow what the person tell you 
but you have two options. You can either follow what the person tells you or you cannot follow what the person tells you. So the, this situation also depends on the actual woman. If a woman, if a woman is strong, then she, she, could, she should just not follow the person. Your age is supposed to get married, you're supposed to have a baby. But actually, I just told that you only have two options. You, this is the only option you have. You either take it or you either follow your dreams. You either follow what you actually want. And she actually did what she actually wants. She followed her dreams. She followed what she wants. She said, I will do this. This thing will just wait. It will always be there. Men are always there. No matter what time are you going to, no matter what time are you in. No matter even you're in 60s or, or 70, men will always be there. <laughs> so this is the only <laughs> thing which I understand. Yeah, men will always be there. And That's very funny. Should we also stick to what we have identified? So the woman should also stick to what she, she has identified in her life. <clears throat> yeah. That was, I, I, I thought it was really funny that you said men will always be there. That's true. Men will always be there, right? <laughs> you just find the right person. It just depends. Yeah. It just depends at what time you want to find the right person. Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree. I think that um, a big part of a woman's success is who she chooses to, to marry, who she chooses to have children with. Now, the difference between men and women is that obviously as women, we have biological clocks. So if a woman wants to have a child, she has to think very carefully about when she wants to have that child because, you know, there's a point where she won't be able to. So men will always be there, yes. But then if you want to have a baby, you have to be a bit more practical about, you know, how when you're going to meet that guy and give you that baby, unless you're going to do some alternative, which is fine as well. But I definitely see where you're coming from. And I think... Um, that's really important. So going back to female entrepreneurs specifically, what suggestions do you have for women? Like, as you know, this platform, it's all about women in the early stages of, of their business or women who just have ideas and are just kicking it off. So you, you, we, we tend to celebrate and we tend to promote the women who are in those first five years of their business. So what tips do you have for them, if any, and how they can overcome these types of barriers around their gender. Because, I mean, people say different things. Don't worry about it. Don't, don't say I'm a female entrepreneur or don't say I'm a female leader. You know, you need to focus on being a leader or focus on building your business. And all of that is true. I agree 100%. But then there are instances where you, you do know that you're being treated differently because of your gender. So it's, it's, it's there, right? So what practical tips do you have for early starters, female starters in business? Yeah, so in this situation, uh, for, for if, if maybe there is a common situation where a woman feels like, uh, yeah, I'm treated, I'm treated unfairly just because of my gender or someone, or someone is uh, discriminating me just because of the gender I am in, then the, in just in, in in this case, you just have to find the right people. You just have to find the right people who are actually not into gender discrimination, not into these this gender barriers. You just you just have to find the right people. By the right people, I mean the right people who you want to work with, and mm. the, the right people who wants to work together with you. Not see, 
in business, no matter what gender you're in, no matter you are male or you're female, there'll always be people who are gonna who are gonna discriminate you, or there'll always be people mm. who are gonna talk. I mean, who are gonna talk something which is not good about you? Like, ah, this guy thinks he's a leader, or this guy thinks he's a he's a uh, he's a good guy to lead us. Why would this person lead us? Why? For what? For? I mean, what makes him very different? Or well, uh, a very different comparing to us? There'll always be these kind of people, and and if you have this kind of people in your in your um, in your company or in your startup, or maybe in your startup, then these kind of people they will never understand the main, uh, the reality of how the the the, the reality of to be a leader because to be a leader not always and not so many people have the chance on on being a leader in in terms of any leader in terms of business leader in terms of community leader or something like this not always is only in a very very few ratio of people who are uh, who are appointed to be leaders so these people who are talking, talking, uh, talking something which is not right for you, you need to compare yourself and them. See, you need to evaluate and see: are these people in the same level as me, or these people, or these people are lower level than me, or these people are higher level than me? And you always come and find out that these people are always lower level than you. In terms of lower level, in terms of even psychology, like in 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 the brain issue, or maybe in terms of uh, the roles in the in the department of or, or of the company uh, or something like this. These people who always say something about you, there'll always be people who are in the lower level or the or, or maybe people who are they think you're in the same level and they want to make you feel low. So really, uh, a person who is upper level than you will never or the person a person who are, I mean who is upper level than you. They will never have actually time to to, to start uh, discriminating about your gender or discriminating about your uh, race or something like this because they have way way much way better things to do other than just other than just talking about uh, this gender issue or maybe or maybe this race issues. So people who always talk about uh, this kind of situation, you always have to compare yourself. Who are these people to me? Are these people on the same level? Are these people lower level than me? Or something like this? And you always can't find out that these people are always lower level than me or in the same level than me who want to make me feel low. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're you're right. I think it's important to go where you're accepted. And I think if you're in a situation where you're trying to build a business and the people around you are judgmental or you feel like they don't accept you because of your gender, then you're right. You need to find some other circles because you're never going to be successful in those circles anyway. And you know what you said about really successful people is so is so accurate because really successful people want to be surrounded around with other successful people as well. And they they don't care about what you look like. They don't care about they care about the fact that you're talented. Exactly. And I and I see that a lot here in China, like Chinese people my experience with the Chinese is that as long as you're super talented and you have something to bring to the table, that's it. <laughs> like no one, no one's going to sit there and say, oh, it's because you're female or, or it's because you're foreign or it's because you're black. I mean, it's just that's, it's talent and there's money to be made and that's it. <laughs> you know, and if yeah, and, and you come and if you come uh, seen, I mean, if you, you've experienced this before, that China is really 
very different in terms of uh, people. Like there's a very, very huge difference between people. I mean, not 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 in terms of financial financially, but also in terms of just people's way of thinking. There's a huge difference between those people who are actually not uh, not doing anything, not doing things which are innovating or something like this. Those people who are actually like uh, maybe the bus drivers or something like this. People who are in the uh, level which is even lower than, than your level. Those people who always say something uh, judgmental about you or something like this. But those people who are actually way, way up there, uh, up there in the bigger tables, if your talent or if they think you have benefit for them, they really won't say that just because you are female or something like this, or just because you are a foreigner or something like this. They'll always see you as a talent person, which is going to be a benefit for them. So they'll always treat you very, very nice. And they'll always uh, make you feel at home, make you feel safe and make you feel like you are uh, welcome and make you feel that you are so powerful uh, than any other uh, things or than any other human or something like this. Right. Now, you said earlier to set your own example. As a woman, how do I set my own example? Especially if I if I haven't had any any other examples. It's it's just maybe I'm the only one or I'm the first one or, you know, I haven't quite found my tribe yet. So I haven't found those people I can look up to. How do I set my own example? Does that come from believing in myself? Uh, so, yeah, I mean, how do you set your own example is just basically you just have to make uh, believe in yourself. And if you have really the enough confidence of believing yourself, then that's how you're going to set your own, your own example. Because this, uh, this will show that you are not only brave in terms of doing business, but also you are brave in terms of you are independent, like in your inner peace, in your humanity, you are an independent and you are a brave person. You are a risk taker. So if you are a risk taker, then that's a very, very good uh, example, not only by yourself, but also by the community, because uh, you not you not always see people taking risk in terms of doing business or something like this. You not always see people doing this. This is a very rare thing to, to actually see. For me, I am very inspired by, uh, uh, I always mention my CFO because because I'm very inspired by her. I just feel she's a very risk taker and she's a very good example who who actually not only myself, but also the, the people who I work with, they also see her as, as a good example to follow because she's a risk taker at the same time. She's so brave in, in terms of her decision making and in terms of her values. The value, what she actually wants, what she values, is a very huge thing and and she she makes the value uh the as a front uh, as a front thing rather than than uh than just a back thing so so i just think that if really a woman would just be brave enough uh to to stand out uh to stand out in the community or to stand out in her business to show that yes i can do this and i'm and i'm actually doing this and to 
to have an achievement of something. You know, always a good example always comes from an from an achievement. If you have a good achievement, if let's say uh, right now you uh, you just your company you just got finance finance like finance capital from the ventures like ten million RMB, then then yeah, this is a good example. This is a good achievement for. Uh, from from a woman, like from what you did, this is a good example, and and not so many people would actually have such kind of unique uh, achievement. Yes, yeah. definitely, and I think that's a good way to wrap up this conversation because everything does start with the self. And you said this earlier as well. You've got to be good in your own head. I think that the thing about entrepreneurship or building a business, whatever you want to call it, is that you have to be very secure with yourself and very confident because building a business is hard work and it's going to it's going to break you and if you're very insecure and if you if you don't have your head right so to speak all of that's going to come out and you're going to fail and you're going to fail really hard i think i mean failure is all a part of it but it's going exactly. to be big failure because you're always going to be second guessing yourself you're always you know all that stuff comes out so we know that yep. everything starts with self. So you really have to have your own mind in in the right place and know who you are and know what you want and be confident in who you are and and at the same time be open because I think that you will you will have those challenges but that's all a part of it. You just have to go through it and then you just get through on you you're fine on the other side and you've learned something and you just keep moving. Exactly. You can't stop. Yeah, yeah. Can't I stop. mean really it's a it's a it's a really reality of, of business really business if you just uh lose your mind on into it then then you really have you really fail big time and also only uh i mean only with a high ambition uh i mean only with a high ambition a woman can have a very strong heart and with uh with only uh a strong heart a woman can be successful agreed wow that's 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 a perfect ending. And with that, thank you so much, George, for being my first guest. Um, these these conversations are going to be continuing and going on. And I'm really pleased that you were my first guest. Um, I really enjoyed listening to you and having you on. I think it's very important for men to be a part of conversations regarding women. So here we are engaging and having a chat and um, I learned a lot and I hope that the listeners learned a lot as well. And I'm going to put all your details in the show notes so people can reach out to you and tell your CFO I said hello. She sounds like a very inspiring woman. <laughs> she is a very, very inspiring woman. Uh, it's a very, um, as, a, as a good example in the community. Yeah, definitely. So thank you so much. And it was a pleasure. Yeah, I really appreciate you having me uh, on the show. Yes, absolutely. Okay, bye for now, George. All right then, bye then. Bye.